are listening to a Sunday sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in our faith. Welcome to our podcast. The following sermon was preached on the second Sunday of Advent, December 8, 2019, by the Reverend Sarah Butler Janolfi, Senior Associate Priest at St. Thomas. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Christ. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of the one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the foot of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. So if you take your right hand and make this shape, you kind of get the state of Alaska. And the setting of this story takes place right up here, just above the Arctic Circle, in Ambler, Alaska. One afternoon in Ambler, I decided to go for a walk. I thought this was a really good idea for my life at the time. It was my day off. I find great peace taking long walks by myself. The day was perfect, blue skies, just a few puffy clouds. In this small village of Ambler, there were only so many places to go where I could stay on the path. So I walked out of the airstrip, which was about a mile and a half outside of town. There I found myself caught up in a total sound of music moment. Like literally, arms outstretched, twirling in circles. Surrounded by jade mountains, singing, The hills are alive with, oh my gosh, grizzly bear paw print. (laughs) Right there, on the ground in front of me, was a grizzly bear paw print. And I knew it was a grizzly bear, one of the most dangerous kind of bears to encounter when alone in the wilderness, because of my training. My training that specifically told me not to go out on walks alone in the Alaskan wilderness. (laughs) Yet there I was. 
I felt like an idiot. The school mascot for Ambler was the Grizzly. Every one of my campers had an Amber Grizzly sweatshirt with a big grizzly that looked really mean on it. The reality was starting to sink in all over my body. I froze in fear. No idea what to do. There I was, almost two miles out of town. No one knew I was gone. I didn't have any bear spray. I didn't have a gun, and I wouldn't have known what to do with it if I did. I didn't even have my little jingle bear bell. Yeah, I would have liked even that little jingle bell, even though I always made fun of it. But I wanted something in that moment, anything, some tool to know that I was going to be okay on my walk back into town. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared for an adventure that day. And when I found something I wasn't expecting, all the life drained out of me. During Advent, we encounter a time set aside for preparation, a time to slow down, even though the world around us is go, go, go. It's a time to wait the coming of the Christ child. The highlight of our readings today is an announcement from John the Baptist that Jesus is coming. The announcement is gritty. Unlike the excitable ways that our culture tends toward, Jesus is not announced with the stylized finesse of a slow-motion Target Christmas commercial. Rather, John announces the coming of Jesus through a filthy wilderness man with locust legs stuck in his teeth and honey dripping from a scraggly beard. This should tell us something about the coming of our Lord and Savior and how we ought to prepare. Jesus was going to bring a shock to the world, a shock that everyone would feel. So John says, repent, repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent. Episcopalians can struggle with this word a little bit, kind of like Mufasa in The Lion King. Repent, ooh, repent. We don't do that, do we? That word is for those other Christians over there that talk about sin and fire and angry gods. We belong to a love church, don't we? And in one sense, we do. I know I've preached the God is love and God loves everybody sermon a number of times from the pulpit. And that message is good and true always. But we can't get to that God of love without staring into the face of the locust man from the woods calling us to repent. We can try to run away all we want, but if you and I are really going to meet Jesus, I don't know all the details of when or how or where this might happen, but we are going to meet Jesus in some way or another, because Jesus is coming. And if we're not prepared for that, then Jesus is going to catch us like an unforeseen grizzly bear print that scares the living daylights out of us and rattles our world in such a way that we freeze up, unable to think or move or breathe. And woe to us should that happen, because we already have what we need to prepare for that day, the call to repentance. In his wild locust man way, John is asking us to be sincere, to be authentic to ourselves and one another in relationship. 
to not raise ourselves up above others just because we're associated with the right kind of people or grew up thinking we were the good kid who could do no wrong or the naughty kid forever. John is not calling us, though, to perfect preparation. He's not calling us to simply go through the motions either, though. Rather than living from crisis to crisis without preparation, Advent is a time when we might live as though we are going on a bear hunt. If you've heard this popular children's rhyme, you'll know what I'm talking about. We're going on a bear hunt. We're going on a bear hunt. We're going to catch a big one. I'm not scared. What a beautiful day. Oh, there's grass in the way. Long, wavy grass. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. We've got to go through it. Swishy, 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 swishy. Get to the other side. We're going on a bear hunt. We're going to catch a big one. What a beautiful day. Oh, some mud. Thick, oozy mud. Can't go over it. Can't go under it. Got to go through it. Squelch, 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 squelch. And then when we get to that bear cave, a narrow, gloomy cave, we already know that we can't go over it. We can't go under it. And we've got to go through it. Tiptoe. Tiptoe. When we encounter that shiny, wet nose with two big, furry ears and know that it's a bear. And we might just be able to meet that bear, to say hello to our greatest fears and insecurities and be transformed forever. As you can see in the flesh, I returned from my solo walk in the Alaskan wilderness safely but I never ventured out there on my own again. In our Episcopal tradition, we tend not to offer easy solutions. We value lessons learned over time, a faith learned in community as well as our own prayer practice. We honor a way of being and living in the world that is contrary to the world around us. You know, this experience of Advent we're in, we can't go over it. We can't go under it. We've got to go through it. And the path through Advent is to live all of our days with a dose of humility and the recognition of our human faults. To know the moments when we need to say, I'm sorry, and to mean it when we do. We want to be a healthy community. We can't afford to be so constantly swept off our feet by surprises that catch us unawares. When reaction is our only response, we often hurt ourselves or others in our midst. Of course, surprises are going to happen. The rector is going to call you at 6 a.m. and say, I'm not coming today. <laughs> and we can't pre prepare for everything, but we can have a Google Doc with sermons that are easily searchable. <laughs> and do the best we can going through that. Because that's life. And we're stronger to meet those times of uncertainty when we're together and surrounded by deep and authentic relationships. And so together we search for Jesus with open hearts, generous minds, and a diversity of perspectives. This is what prepares us to meet Jesus. So friends, will you come with me? Will you come on this great bear hunt adventure? We may very well encounter some sticky, 
muddy, gritty stuff. But it will be real and true forever and always. Amen. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website at www.stthomasmedina.org.